Welcome to the Caring Caregiver Show, the hub for caregiver connection. Your host, Evan and Savvy, are lifelong caregivers on a mission to bring community to those who selflessly put others first. Join us each week for topics ranging from self-care to respite resources to caregiver survivors just like you. Aloha, welcome to the Caring Caregiver Show, brought to you by Giver's Guides Online Magazine. Remember, Giver's Guides is an online magazine. We're lessening our carbon footprint, and it is written exclusively for caregivers. With uh, caregivers in mind, it's a caregiver's point of view, and the articles are written by caregivers. It's all for you. Okay, so get your subscription. Just go to, there it is. Look, I actually clicked the button on time. Giversguides.com, that's simple. You can also check out some back issues there as well. And there are some resources on that website for caregivers to check out. Uh, We are in episode five of season six. Wow. Time sure flies when you're having a bunch of fun doing live shows. Um, And I'm your host. I'm Savvy. You all know me. Hi, aloha. I'm also the founder of Give Me a Break, which is a nonprofit organization that's caring for caregivers. And we're here to bring back the joy of caregiving. And we do this each week. We help caregivers to relax, renew, resource, and revive. So jump on our website and check it out at gab808.org for more information. And of course, to register as a caregiver with us, just do your caregiver intake form and we can connect with you to get resources and support to you. We do offer support and a break in many ways. One of the, one of the most popular is our support sessions that we have once a week. And, uh, you can go to either an online Zoom session on Tuesday evenings, or you can come on Saturdays, uh, uh, in person at our Windward Mall space. So that's pretty cool. Really exciting, uh, to be able to be in person again. And you're more than welcome to wear a mask or not a mask, whatever you're comfortable with, we understand as caregivers. It is your safe space, and that's what we're here for. We're here to give you a safe space so that you can get the support you need in order to survive caregiving. So every caregiver needs these sessions. Trust me, they are life-changing. Get on them. Whew, wonderful. Where am I? Oh, yeah, that's right. The next uh, the next month's Giver's Guide issue is actually on its way. It will be out going out this evening to all subscribers. And it is, um, we're celebrating, among other things, National Yoga Month. That's right. It's National Yoga Month, you guys. Uh, there's also several things that we are uh, celebrating in Awareness Month that you'll see in the issue. But there's an activity in there that's really great. I'm going to do it, too. And it's a 30-day yoga pose challenge. I know, I know, you don't have a goat, right? So you don't have to worry about doing yoga with a goat, you guys. It's just a 30-day, but it's a one-minute pose. So you really only have to pull the pose one time for one minute. It's just a fun thing to do. Anyone at any age can do it. You can adapt it for if you cannot stand or bend. You can adapt it in some way to do it so that you're doing it in a chair. And at the very least, If you just take a minute to meditate every day, then you're already more than halfway there to finding some kind of balance. And you know, with that percentage of 30% of caregivers passing before their caree, now's a really good time for self-care because your wellness matters. So if something happens to you, what's going to happen to the one you're caring for? You know, I know, I, I know, I know you're tired. I know you're frustrated and you're operating in chaos. 
So get a subscription. That's the one thing you can do. It's $24.99 for a year, you guys. It's for a full year. You get 12 issues. There's great articles, great activities, and it's a great way to connect with community. Okay, so in our sessions, we're actually in a 10-part series called Pause. You all know about that. And it's an acronym to help you to remember when to take the pause. Um, last night, we did a review of the first five, and it was a really good review. It really helped everyone to kind of understand that you are operating in that chaos, what you can do, how you need to take a pause. And, and it really helped everybody. We had some new people on, so it helped them to get up to speed. And then starting next week, Tuesday, we're going to be going through the second phase of pause, which is really about being positive. Ha, 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 arc, arc, get it? So it's positive, right? The first signs were red flags. Now we're going to see how we can back that up by being positive. And if you missed the review on Tuesday, come on Saturday. Uh, come into the 9 o'clock to the Windward Ball, and we'll do a review there too. All right? So just go, uh, just again, if you want to um, join us and, and find out more information, just go to our website. You can click onto the web to the sessions there as well. It's gab808.org. Okay? Uh, we really do this just to commute. We want to connect our community. We want to, again, bring back that joy of caregiving. And, you know, speaking of community and um, speaking of missions, uh, our guest today's mission is to promote positive aging through community education programs and adult daycare options and also to give caregivers support. And I'd like you to all to welcome with me Kathy Wyatt the president of Hale Haole. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Uh, Kathy and I are also on the Hawaii Caregiver Family Caregiver Coalition Board together, and she's the president of the board, uh, among the many, many accolades that she has. Um, and I'm so, I'm just so happy to have you on the show because of everything that you do and of your heart for, for what you do. And you truly do have the heart of a caregiver um, could you, I ask everyone, so do you have a caregiving story that you could share with us or what drew you to support caregivers? Well, I've been with, uh, in the long-term care arena for about 25 years and, uh, branched out into adult daycare, but the caregivers, since I became, a, a, the, when I founded the caregiving, the adult daycare, I'm sorry, I'm going to stutter all over the place. Um, Talking to the caregivers was such an eye opener. I mean, I had my experience with caregiving was my mom and dad. They both they both had cancer, not at the same time. Um, first, my dad and taking care of my dad was it was a bit traumatic for me because this is a Marine Corps colonel who was private and proud. And when he got really really sick, it was like he had he he was forced to lose all of his dignity. And here's his daughter taking care of him in ways that his daughter never thought she would be taking care of him. And then he passed. And then a few years later, my mother became ill with cancer. And I resigned my job here in Hawaii to fly home to be with her her last couple of months. I slept with her. I never left her side unless I had to go take a shower or go get something to eat. My, my, we were in my sister's house. But I was her primary caregiver. And I was exhausted every day because I was so on top of wanting to make sure she's comfortable, making sure she has everything she wants, talking story with her. And it was just, it was exhausting. And being a nurse, I, you know, 
I've been exhausted before, but that was a totally different exhaustion. So I totally empathize with all caregivers, uh, no matter what what the illness is that you're that you're caring for. So that's my story. Wow, you know, and I totally I can totally empathize with you, my father as well. Uh, you know, I caregive for him, and you know, you you know, there's certain things you don't want to think you're ever going to do with your parent, you know, but you know, you're you're helping them to toilet and helping them to change a diaper or to change a catheter or, you know, and you never expect that. And it is hard for them to retain that dignity. And it really does teach you something that as a person, you really understand how, how important that empathy is, how important it is to, you know, love the person that you're caring for in so many ways. And so thank you for sharing that story, but it really does explain truly why your heart is to support caregivers and to, and to be there for those who are aging. And, and so tell us about, tell us about Holly Haole. Well, Holly Haole was uh, formed uh, after some research I did. I was, like I said, I was in the long-term care arena, like skilled nursing facilities and adult uh, assisted living. And there was so much that I saw that it was like, sort of like they were, the, the older people were left behind. They were just sort of put in these places. And a lot of the times they didn't need to be there. They could have been, they could have stayed at home with their families, which is the culture we usually see in Hawaii, you know, aging in place with your families in your own home. Um, I talked to a gazillion people, I swear I did, to, to get a feel for it. And it just seemed like, this is magical. This is what I need to be doing. And this is what I would, now that I look back, I wish I'd been doing it for the past 30 years. <laughs> but it is, it's very magical. So Holly Howley, um, I started with one day care center in the medical plaza. I now have two centers and I'm going to be expanding into the Kaneohe area soon. Um, it's just, it's a loving, warm, welcoming place that, that I never have any complaints. Everybody always thanks us for the, the, the people with dementia even thank me uh, or all of us daily uh, on how much fun they're having and thanks, thank us for being here. The families are thrilled because mom and dad are having a good time. They're socializing, they're exercising and they're happy. And so when they go home in the afternoons, they're tired. <laughs> they want to have dinner and go to bed. So that's a good thing for the caregivers. That's a too. great thing. <laughs> You know, I, I think maybe one of the hardest things that I hear from caregivers is that, oh, my my mom wouldn't do that. Oh, my dad wouldn't do that. How how can they kind of talk to them or help them overcome it? Or can they bring them by for a little visit? Or is there a better way to introduce it? Maybe I know that's a lot, but I think you get um, the gist. First of all, I hear that a lot. Mom's not going to come or mom mom says I'm not going. Uh, so talk to, if you talk to them about it being adult day services instead of adult day care, which makes it sound like it's infantile and they don't want to hear that. Right. But bring them for a visit and bring them in at the highest time of the day where the, the activities are the strongest. Everybody's having a good time and, enter, you know, entering into the, the festivities. It really makes a difference. And I'd say 99.99% of the people that didn't want to come to begin with love coming and they get up one of the clients never wanted to come ever 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 and she fought her daughter tooth and nail and now she gets up at five o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to school <laughs> I so, love yeah. That. yeah um and sometimes 
I, I've told I've had one client do this, and I tell everybody else this too. If you get the doctor involved and said you know you really need this for your health, that makes a big difference too because they'll listen to their doctor. Oh, so it's a little white lie that doctors are willing to do, and it helps get them there. Yeah, I, I really love that. You know, it was so funny. I did the complete opposite. I was a disaster. I didn't know anything. And just like you, I wish I'd been doing this for the last 30, 40 years. But, you know, I went and checked out the the care, the daycare centers myself. And I didn't, you know, and I'd walk in and go, oh, no, my mom won't do this and walk out. I'd never thought to give her the opportunity to go for a visit and see if she enjoyed it. Yeah. And and I love that suggestion because I just thought, well, I have to screen it, you know, that overprotective Japanese daughter thing, you know, yeah. and I just, I did, I overprotected her. And I think that I should have allowed her to go see it, visit it, because she probably would have loved some of the activities had she gone there. And especially bingo day. Especially what? Bingo day. <laughs> Yes. Can you imagine? Oh, bingo day. Oh my goodness. You have bingo day. I'd like to go there. Okay. <laughs> we have great prizes too. Wonderful. See how much fun that is. Yeah. Um, so, so we, you can definitely see that this benefits them, but like in comparing costs and other services, like I know that what I did instead was I had someone come and sit with my mother a few days a week was all I could afford. Um, while I was at work and, and they would, she would sit with my mom and, and that way I had a little bit of relief knowing that she had some kind of activity, but it's very costly. How does that really co though compare to say having daycare? Daycare is about a third of the cost of home care. And I, I, I wish I had pulled up. a. I have oh, I wish I knew that. <laughs> daycare averages about, um, $80 a day, it, you know, up, up or down a few dollars per, uh, depending on what the service, what daycare you go to. But the, the, uh, home care was about $35 an hour. And they want you to have a minimum of two to four hours. So it's hugely less expensive. Wow. Yes, it is. And that's exactly right. And it does cost that much. And it can be up to, you know, it can be up to 150 to $200 a day, depending on how long you have somebody there and how specialized they are. And so, how do you know what kind of activities they're doing with your mom? Right. I, you don't. I, you don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And they're limited to, you know, watching TV together. It's basically, you know, you have someone that's sort of there in case anything happens. You don't even anticipate them doing any activities, yeah. you know, let alone um, just knowing someone's there to watch and see that, you know, nothing happens to them. So, you know, that's a lot of money to pay for that. And I think you get more bang for your buck at a daycare center. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yes. And, Plus, and daycare, daycare, excuse me for interrupting, daycare, um, are keeping them active and socialized and uh, their mind and body stimulated has been proven to prolong the effects of the dementia, prolong the, the decline, actually. As long as they stay busy and activated, then they, last, they are able to function a lot longer. Yeah, and I think that's what happens when they stay home is they kind of get recluse and they have nothing to really think about, so their minds start to just slowly shut down. And so I love that. I mean... So I looked at a lot of different daycare centers and, you know, again, I kind of walked in, walked out. Um, 
And I did get an opportunity to make a presentation at yours. Thank you for that, by the way, and see your area there in IA. And it's just this big open area. And had I known, I probably would have said, yes, this is a great place. But they aren't all the same, right? Even when it comes to services and costs. No. There's, there's two models. There's the social model, which I am, and there's the medical model. The medical model takes clients that have a lot more, uh, like they're di diabetic and need insulin during the day. They have, uh, they need to be lifted to, to okay. take care of. The social model, we have a lot of folks that, we had one person that was diabetic, but they did their own insulin. Um, we have a lot of people that need assistance to the toilet, and, and some of them need assistance to eat. I'm sorry, and I just lost the question. What was the question? The <laughs> that they aren't all the same. So you were pointing They're not out. all the same. Yes. The other thing is, and I've been told by, by uh, caregivers that bring their folks here that they've been other places, and the other places aren't nearly as active as we are. And that, that sort of uh, makes me wonder why they're doing adult daycare if they don't understand the concept of keeping them active and stimulated. Yeah, I think that's definitely the difference. And I didn't even know there was a model, but a social model is one that, like yours, that really is social for them. It creates a whole, you know, it's like going to a club. You know, you've got all this stuff to do. You've got uh, going to the Y or something, you got all these activities. So yeah. that's the difference of that as opposed to having somebody who's just babysitting their health needs, yeah. you know. And I, that's, I think, what I love about it and why I think it would have been a great social um, place for my own mom in, in that, you know, she wasn't very social person, but I know that when she did get around those situations, she loved it. Yeah. Um, and, and once she got to know people, she enjoyed that. So instead, you know, her babysitter was the TV. And it was not a good babysitter for her. So yeah. it, it, it really just sort of, you know, let her mind disappear. And, and had I done things differently, I think I would have looked for a more social environment like what you provide. But you're not um, going to be beating yourself up, are you? No, I'm not beating myself up on it anymore. <laughs> I'm good with that now. Yeah, thanks to the support sessions. And I know that wasn't in anything we were going to talk about today, but I also wanted to ask you about that. There's one other thing I wanted to ask you about, but you do support sessions too. And yes. uh, we had a conversation briefly about this. And I wanted people to understand that if you can't make a, a Tuesday evening with us or a Saturday morning with us, when are your support sessions for caregivers? My support session right now is the first Monday of every month from 6.30 to 8 o'clock. It is virtual at this time. So if anybody's interested, they can just um, email me and I'll put them on the on the list when I send out the link for the uh, the, the web, the, I mean, the Zoom link. Okay. I don't have your email up on the screen, but I do have your phone number, um, which is 808-798-8706. And of course, you could probably go through the website, which is org, and you could go on their website and contact us or something. I'm sure you'll get that as well. Yes. So, um, yeah, and, and know that if you can't get to our weekly ones and, and you just need it once a month or you just can't make that schedule, God, Kathy's got hers right there that you can go to. And I know that her heart is right with caregivers. And, and trust me, you'll get just as much support as you would um, coming to any session. Just anything you can do to increase that socialization and community for yourself as a caregiver is just as important as your carey. 
Yeah. I think that's a good statement. Gosh, how many how many centers are there? Um, how many daycare centers are there in Hawaii? Do you think right now? The last list we got from um, the CTC, I'm not CTC, uh, Community Ties of America, who's our our licensing people. I think there were like 25. Wow, that's not a lot throughout the state. Throughout the state, so that includes all the neighbor islands. Yeah. Hawaii, the big island only has one. They used to have three. Two of them closed down this past year. Um, oh, my goodness. Maui has two, I think. Uh, Oahu, of course, has the most. But we lost several of our uh, colleagues here um, because of COVID, and they never they decided never to open up again. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's a scary thought, too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I can see the importance of you opening another one. And now that we're out in Kaneohe at the mall, We've really seen a large community out there looking for, uh, you know, daycare services. And so knowing that you're opening up out there is super exciting. We keep telling people, but we, you know, any, can we, can we tell them anything else? Can you give me a little tidbit about anything else or is it still hush hush? It's not hush hush now. We are meeting with our contractor next week. I hope to have it open by the end of January. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Now it will be, uh, miraculous if it happens that fast <laughs> but that's my goal wow that's awesome that's awesome yeah do you where in kaneohe it's in the uh windward well, i don't know if i want to advertise this yet but it's in All the right, window, windward, windward city shopping center and it's uh a restaurant it's it was in an old restaurant that was there so we have okay. to do all the renovations and everything before we can show it all right us. you guys so out in kaneohe there's going to be a wonderful, wonderful place for daycare services for your care. You guys coming up, um, hopefully in the beginning of next year, which, you know, really isn't far from now. So that's a daunting <laughs> task, Kathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, I think it would be good. Now, in preparation for that, then, are there like any requirements that they have to kind of get together now ahead of time to enroll somebody in daycare? Or can they, they just to, kind of show up and be there? It, no, well, no, they can, and they can, uh, of course, call us and we can send them a packet of information and the application and everything. But the requirements to, to start are a, a, a brief two-page physical that they take their, to their doctor and a two-step TB test. Yeah, because I remember have, I had to take a TB test to put my mom in foster care. Yeah. If, if they have a, a recent, I mean, like a, a TB test within a year, we'll accept that. Okay. But the physical still has to be completed by the doctor. Yeah, because I remember that was really difficult to do when you have somebody with dementia that's non-ambulatory. Yeah. And just bless my doctor's nurse for making a house call. Oh, and my goodness. She came and did the reading. Uh, I had to take her there for the shot, but she came and did the reading a couple days later. And, you know, we videoed the whole thing and, and it was great. And she was just, bless her heart, because it would have just cost another $150 in the um, the transportation just to get there. Because I, I, I had to put her in a gurney. And um, so it had to go in the back of a van. And I, because I couldn't get her in and out of the car anymore. So, you know, that thank goodness for that. And, and so, yeah, people, uh, make sure that you... Not a lot of people think to get a TB test for your kupuna, but if you if you can do that and you're planning to put them in any kind of care, um, even if you're not, I think it's a good practice to just have them get one and have one on file, and they're good for a year usually. Yeah. So, you know, get that done, I think. 
But if yeah. it's the first time, it needs to be a two-step. Right, the two-step, okay. yes. And then I also wanted to ask you, I know you have a, a nursing degree, correct? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, I think I'd heard that you do a nursing program? A, a nursing assistant program. Certified nursing assistants. Yes. Yeah. That's I awesome. Have, I have that uh, two or three times a year. It, it's, a, it, it's a low low cost program that I put together so I can help with the uh, lack of staffing in all of our sister facilities and nursing homes and, how, and hospitals and whatnot. So it's, it's a, a very intense four weeks and it includes clinical practice at a nursing home at the end. So, yeah. So that and there's advertisements now for that. Our next class is in November. I put oh, that's good. amazing! Yes, and you know a lot of our caregivers, some of them are post caregiving, right? And you know, of course, that means that their carry has passed on. Um, but even at post caregiving, they want to maybe give back, or they yeah. want to be able to get back to work again. And 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 getting back in the workforce is sometimes hard. So go with your strengths. You've been caregiving. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity there to get into one of your nursing classes and it's an intensive quick program that can get them working and supporting other Kupuna with the skills that they kind of already have. And they're sure needed. Yes, it is needed. And what a, what a great opportunity. So that's why I thought, you know, a lot of our caregivers, you know, one of the things we talk about all the time is that life goes on and we have, we have a mission. It, just because we're caregiving right now doesn't mean that caregiving is our mission we have a mission in life, every human. So, you know, go and find your mission. And if your mission is to continue caring for others and you really do love that, then here's a great opportunity uh, and, and, and a need. Yeah, I hear from, I still have caregivers that come to the support group, even though they're no longer caregiving. And I think, uh, and I'm not sure what you address on this, on this thing, but after the caregiving is, they've lost their loved one, their care e is that what you call it? um then there's there's i'm sure there's depression sets in and what am i supposed to do now and that kind of thing so yeah find find a purpose find yeah. something that you want to do yeah it keeps you busy and that helps you get through all of that i mean you never really take the hurt and the sadness away but there's a way to balance that in life yeah. and and then also helping others with their hurt and sadness so um, that's a great thing. And I love that program. So I wanted to make sure we mentioned that. And the fact that it's coming up in November, you guys contact Kathy. Again, that's um, that's 808-798-8706. Um, and you can also go onto their website, halehaolehawaii.org. Say that fast five times. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, for those that are listening on podcasts, it's a Hawaiian word, you guys. Uh, for those who are not listening from Hawaii, I know we have an audience on the continental U.S. as well. Um, and so you can ask Kathy any questions you want. Uh, just go on to Hale, which is um, H-A-L-E, Haole, H-A-U-O-L-I. And of course, you know how to spell Hawaii.org. Okay. Boy, thank you so much. Was there anything else you wanted to share with our caregivers today? No, I just, I just want to reiterate that I empathize and uh, applaud the hard work that caregivers do. And yeah. I, I'm amazed every day when, when we take, I'm taking care of 80 seniors with dementia uh, in, two, in both places. I mean, in two different places. But 
the it, it's hard work, you, you know, for my staff as well. But it's a loving, it's loving, rewarding work, and I'm just I'm just amazed every day about how people can care for folks day in and day out like that. It's us so lucky to have someone like you. And I'm so glad you came on the show. I thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Okay, you guys, don't forget, you can give her a call. It's on the screen or give her a call. I said the number one more time. It's 808-798-8706, Kathy Wyatt with Hale Haole. Thank you so much, Kathy. Mahalo for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, great. Bye. Woo, wow, that was awesome, you guys. Um, and you know, really, I wish, I wish she was doing this 30 years ago and I wish 30 years ago, I knew more. So what a great opportunity and what a great, um, you know, person and heart. And, and this is what you really find. You join a community of caregivers and you realize how much heart there really is in people. And I just love this environment and I love being part of it. So Okay, let's wrap this up. Um, the September issue, remember, of the Giver's Guides is coming out. So go to the website, get your subscription today. Don't wait, because remember, we do a first issue free anyway, so your subscription won't start till uh, the September 1st. It's going to be your, this September is going to be a free one. It won't start till October anyway. So from October to September of next year, you've got great resources, great information coming your way. All right. And um, so also, if you look, uh, let's see, you can go to our Caring a Caregiver Show website and you can always look at back shows, back episodes. You can listen to podcasts. So great font of information for you as well. Um, as far as give me a break. Oh, next week our sh on our show will be um, Percy Ihara. So Percy uh, will be on. He's with Generations Magazine. Uh, he's actually doing a cover story with yours truly and a couple of other really great um, uh, gentlemen, both Gary Simon uh, from AARP and um, uh, Gary Powell from the Caregiver Foundation will be with me. I'm honored to be on the cover with these two gentlemen who put their hearts, speaking of hearts and community, who care so much and put so much into helping and supporting caregivers and our kupuna. So it's truly an honor and I couldn't thank Percy more. So he's coming on next week to talk about that and to talk about Generations Magazine. And he also has an upcoming aging in place um, workshop that he can talk about a little bit. So I'll give it all away here, aren't I? Anyway, he'll be on next week. Um, and that's really our show for today. Uh, thank you again, Kathy Wyatt of Haleha Ole. And you guys remember to breathe. Just Breathe, okay? And here's hoping that you're finding more joy in caregiving every week. Uh, we'll see you next week, Wednesday, and live at noon and every Wednesday on Facebook. Uh, thanks again for tuning in where sharing is caring uh, because it's what we do, who we are, and how we live. And remember, you can always watch us on Spotify, uh, Apple, or any platform that you use uh, or search for um, for a podcast and just search for The Caring Caregiver Show there it is back there up on the screen again, the caringcaregivershow.com and search for Caring Caregiver Show when you look for a podcast, okay? Check it out. We'll see you all next week. Mahalo for listening. Aloha. Aloha.